Balance has been restored to the force. Holden, I'm doing the episode notes again. Thank goodness. Thank God. I just, just disconnected uh, my power cord here from my <laughs> computer. I'm going to take the reins at some point again, but only if you give me the fucking intro. <laughs> We're not even 30 seconds in and I've already sworn. I already, I already have to edit over that. <laughs> Hola, pantalones. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, and TV shows, in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Jimmy Uthie, joined by my co-host, Holden Sutter. Ooh, we're here, and we've got something I'm not very excited to talk about. Wow, you really didn't like Zombieland, huh? <laughs> We've got a great show for you this week featuring our non-spoiler and spoiler, spoiler reviews of Zombieland Double Tap, and we'll also discuss in-depth the final Rise of Skywalker trailer. Holden, let's do it. Whoop. That one movie podcast. Tomp, before we get into Zombieland, Holden, we have to play the Toms. Yes, Toms! Led by yours truly, Jimmy Uthie. Tom's is a rapid fire game in which we rate the news from this week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Tom's Broca, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Broca is the highest rating, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Holden, let's get started. I know you're you just. You didn't screw up that intro. I kind of stumbled over the beginning a little bit. Oh, but... wow. I wasn't listening, so. Yeah, you never do. I know you're chomping at the bit to st talk about the Star Wars trailer, Ooh, so let's, yeah, just let's just dive right mm. into it, Holden. <laughs> we'll kind of work our way through it. Uh, you really liked it, I can tell. This is the part of the show where I'm really excited about Star Wars, and Holden's like, oh, Star Wars. Oh, my God. I, I'm so burned out on Star Wars. I... To reiterate, I liked The Last Jedi, but I just like all the fan base is like really just taken it, sapped it for me. And Solo was really mediocre. So, <sighs> yeah, I I feel it. I'm like I'm excited for this movie. I'm not excited to go through the whole fan divide again. Mm. Who's that one YouTube? Is it like geeks and gamers? What's I don't that know. one? There's one YouTuber that is like just insanely cynical about Star Wars, and he's pretty popular. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't know either. I you what are you talking about? It's you, Holden. <laughs> you just getting. <laughs> you millions. found my other YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, anyway, the trailer begins with Ray running through some sort of jungle planet, forest-looking thing. Could be <gasps> Yavin. Could be a new planet. It looks like Yavin. Um, she appears to be training. There's like a she has like the helmet thing that she throws off, and then there's also one of the like practice orbs in the background. It's the, the third movie. Why are you still training? <laughs> Luke didn't need to train by this point. That's true. Wait, did he train at all? I don't think so. I don't think he did in Return what? of the Jedi. Didn't? Did he go back to? I'm boy. I don't. I'm struggling to remember Return of the Jedi all of a sudden. Anyway, uh, write in the comments section and let us know. Did Luke do <laughs> any sort of training in Return of the Jedi? Anyway, it cuts to her climbing in the Death Star two ruins. Uh, which presumably has crashed into Endor. Uh, it it kind of harkens back to her climbing in the Star Destroyers. Yeah. On Jakku in The Force Awakens. You were saying that the green screen looks bad there? Yeah. Well, it was specifically the shot where she, it, it's like a close-up of her standing up. I thought the green screen was just like painfully obvious. Well, I... I Like, obviously, most of it is green screen in the movie, but it, they blend it pretty well most of the time. So when Holden first told me that, I was like, yeah, they should have filmed it in the actual Death Star. But yeah. then I... um. Then I was like, I just don't think I didn't notice. I never thought of it. I didn't think it looked worse than or better than any other green screaming the, the last Star five Wars. years. I'm the cynical Star Wars fan. Jimmy is the one that just smiles and goes along with everything yeah. that J.J. Uh, Abrams does. That's huh? true. I'm with you guys who didn't Super like Last Jedi. Super not that good, though. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> Um, but it's just, it's funny to me that you just love the, some of the Avengers trailers that I'm like, I don't see it. And I do the, ex it's the exact opposite for Star Wars trailers. So mm. this is you getting back at me. <laughs> um, anyway, then there's a shot of the resistance gathered underneath a ship. It looks like they're in a hangar bay somewhere. Um, 
Remember that the resistance was really tiny at the end of the last yeah, Jedi. Yeah, they could all fit on the Millennium Falcon. Uh, obviously, it expands throughout the course of this movie. So I'm wondering if, for some re- reason, like Leia's call that was kind of ignored um, at the end of the last Jedi was maybe like stopped somehow yeah. um, by the First Order. They blocked it, and then and then now it gets through, or somehow Leia uh, sends her message again, or comes in contact with Lando. And I think my my theory for like Lando's role in this, um, I see it one of two ways. Either he's still like this smuggler guy who's mm. just kind of laid low, or he, he's kind of in charge of a bunch of like hidden rebels. He's got like this underground network uh, that's going to come and emerge, and he's going to have like all these contacts to help rebuild the resistance. And this is a couple of years later, yeah. too, right? So. How did Harvey Dent get to space? <laughs> at first i was thinking of uh aaron eckhart no. Harvey Dent. No. i'm like was he in this movie oh no <laughs> uh well two-face didn't make it though no <laughs> tommy lee jones in the star wars movie <laughs> could you imagine he would, i mean ad astra <laughs> he's basically harrison ford he's just a sad ice cream cone in space Tommy Lee Jones de-aged should have played the young Han Solo. <laughs> he ate a lot of Botox for that one. Uh, uh, then we get our first look at everybody's favorite character, Rose Tico. Um, oh, yeah. She came running. From The Last Jedi. Uh, Dominic Monaghan there's and Billy al- Lord's characters in the background. There's almost no doubt Rose is going to have such a minor role in yeah, this movie. Yeah, I think so. Um, it looks like there are some of the space horses in the background, too, which we will get to later. The space horses. What? I don't know what the space horses are. You don't know what the space horses are? That's like the most talked about part of this trailer. Uh, anyway, uh, predictions for any like Rose for uh, Dominic Monaghan's character, uh, Billy Lord. Billy Lord. I don't think I don't see Billy Lord's character. Well, dying. Jimmy, I don't go to the Star Wars forums like you do all the time, where you're just constantly talking to all the haters. But me, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, Dominic Monaghan, for those of you who don't know, plays uh, Charlie in Lost. He's also like a hobbit in The Lord of the Rings, right? That's not very nice. You can't call them hobbits anymore, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think I agree with you. I think Rose has a very minor role. They released a new poster uh, for Rise of Skywalker 2, and she's very small. I, she might be the smallest person on wow. the poster. Um, Smaller than the hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, do you think Rose lives through this movie? Yeah, probably. Think I don't so? think she's going to die. I mean, I don't think she's going to die. I think she's just not going to play do a anything. big role in yeah. it. Um, after that, we get a look at Finn, Poe, and Chewie standing in front of Poe's custom X-Wing. That's just pretty cool, his black one. Uh, they look like they're on the same jungly-type planet Yavin it thing as Ray in the beginning of the trailer. Mm-hmm. I would imagine the stuff on this planet is in the first act or, like, the beginning of the second act, I would say. Probably. That makes sense. Um, following that shot is a really cool takeoff sequence for a... A Tantive, I guess is how you pronounce it. The Tantive. The beginning. The Tantive 4. Yeah. Apparently it's Tantive. That's wrong. I, that's apparently the an nope. official pronunciation. Nope. It's the George s- Lucas had it wrong. <laughs> it's the ship that Leia's on at the beginning of the original Star Wars, chased by the Death, uh, the Death Star, the uh, Star the Destroyer. Blockade Runner. Yeah. The blockade Runner. There you go. Uh, it's taking off from the same jungle planet. That looks pretty cool. Um, the trailer cuts to Rey standing on the Death Star ruins with huge waves crashing into the wreckage. Her As we've ner- seen in every other trailer. Yep. <laughs> well, not... Is it in the first one? I think so, yeah. You've seen the wreckage, but... Yeah, it's it's in all of them. Uh, following that... Uh, um, or her, her narration over that explains how people think they know her, but they don't. Then Kylo Ren emerges with his lightsaber. Pretty cool visual coming out from, like, the waves. He's like, I understand you, Rey. I love... Kiss me. <laughs> I made the comment about how he comes up and he looks really mad, but Adam Driver, I can't take like as an intimidating figure just because he's got a silly face. Like, I think he's a really good actor and I like Kylo Ren a lot, but I just kind of laugh whenever he gets like angry. Yeah, it's kind of like, kind of like you. I don't really get, I don't think you're very intimidating if you were mad. You'd just be like, (laughs) (laughs) you wouldn't Uh, like me when I'm angry, Jimmy. If you haven't, if you don't know what Holden looks like, just imagine uh, Steve Buscemi. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. He's more D.H. Willem Dafoe. Am I right? Oh, yeah. I'll go with that. Uh, where am I at here? Um, immediately, the trailer cuts to the iceberg-looking planet, which is just eye candy. 
you ask me. That shot where the TIE fighters are flying in front of the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> kind yeah, of I really thing. don't remember that. Hold, we just rewatched the trailer for you. Holden's seen the cool trailer. Part. I've seen it very, twice it's now. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful shot. Uh, Emperor Palpatine's talking Listen, about... It's no Birds of Prey trailer, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, the Emperor is talking about how he has waited so long for this moment and that the Rebels coming together will be their downfall. Some people compared this to the... Um, uh, Pennywise when he's like I've waited so long I was just I'm gonna so say hungry. he sounds like an excited little child he's like I've waited for so long for this moment well maybe he is maybe maybe, maybe uh, he comes back as a baby with a wrinkly face <laughs> <laughs> just um, imagine a baby with Ian, <laughs> Ian McDermott's face uh, we get a look at his throne and uh, at Star Destroyers breaking through ice which looks pretty cool yeah uh, why are they there? How did they get there? Who knows? Um, it's Hoth. We, <laughs> we also get a look at all the Resistance ships coming together for what looks like one final epic space battle, a la B Battle of Endor and Return of the Jedi. Since, I do remember that part of Return of the Jedi. You know what? This is my theory. Since J.J. Abrams wasn't able to recreate Episode Five in in, in Last Jedi, like he recreated Episode Four in Episode in uh, Force Awakens, he's gonna cram Five and Six into this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna visit all the highlights. We're gonna go back to Jabba's palace. We're gonna go back to Hoth, Cloud City. <laughs> They'll all be there. Phasma's gonna fall into the Sarlacc pit. Exactly. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh, I think I'm gonna count Luke as training in Return of the, Return of the Jedi because he goes back to Dagobah. But I don't think that's for training, is it? He's he's asking something, isn't he? I don't he's remember. I need to rewatch Return of the Jedi, I guess, or not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's not watching it's for the best. Watch uh, Wicket. Wicket. Wicked should be the Wicked Witch in the Broadway musical. Wicked. Wow, that's that's a clever great. joke. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I do the notes, my jokes aren't as good. That's the trade-off. Uh, Ray's back in the cockpit of the Falcon with Chewie, Finn, and Poe. That's pretty interesting because it's like, where's Lando? Is this in the beginning? Is this at it's the end? Probably the beginning. Probably the beginning, Holden says. Put your... Put your put in your Vegas bets, or that. don't care like I don't. Uh, there's a very brief shot of an explosion. Uh, it appears that a star destroyer has just blown something up, potentially a resistance ship. Yeah. Then we get the C-3PO scene uh, when he's getting rewired or something, and Poe asks him, "What are you doing, 3PO?" To which he responds, "Taking one last look, sir, at, at my, my friends, at my friends, <laughs> Anthony Daniels." Maybe he'll finally get his Oscar for this. Um, <laughs> for being world's skinniest man. <laughs> um, what did you interpretations of this? Do you think he's talking about uh, Finn, Ray, Poe, or do you think he's referring to maybe he's getting his memory wiped for some reason, um, and he's thinking back to like his data about like Luke and Han and Leia and all them and. Um, Maybe both. What do you think he's doing? I don't, I, I don't I know. I think this is right before he gets his red eyes, you know? Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Some people are like he's decoding some sort of Sith ancient text thing, uh, and maybe it takes up so much memory that he has text. to wipe everything and he doesn't remember or something like that. Some sort of sacrifice sounds like uh, 3PO is going to make. Maybe he goes like blind or something because of it Mate. i don't know <laughs> so he's literally talking about last look of his friends <laughs> well yeah can't see him anymore <laughs> let me just feel your face out all right <laughs> uh uh the trailer cuts to chewy finn and poe mowing some people down in what looks like a first order ship i'm kind of excited for this because um it's just like the I like how JJ is keeping the band pretty much together. Yep. So and I like how much Finn and Poe are together because their chemistry is really solid. For They've like got the, a good dynamic for like the eight minutes they have in the Force Awakens, and they really haven't gotten to share a lot of screen time since. So I think that's gonna work really well. Be very entertaining, crowd pleasing, unless Holden doesn't care and he hates it. I'm sure it'll I be say, fine. You know, I say The Rise of Skywalker should just be one long Canto Bite movie. Am I right? Oh, but yeah. Let's go back. Just, just Rose Tico. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Rose solo movie? 
Let's get that before the Obi Wan series. Every rose right? has its thorn. Coming, <laughs> a Star Wars story. <laughs> a Star Wars story. A Breaking Bad movie. Um, after that is the same shot of Leia and Rey hugging that we've seen a couple times. Uh, BB-8 is helping out again during that speeder chase on Pasana, that sand planet that's not <laughs> Jakku and Tatooine, Tatooine. I guess blowing up some yellow paint canister to distract First Order trooper. Uh, oh my eyes! When do you think the Pasana stuff happens? Because you know there's like a Ray, Kylo interaction there. Do you think that's more towards the beginning? Second act. Second act. Calling it. Um, overall, what do you think the runtime of this movie is going to be? Long. I think there's it's a be lot two, of stuff in these this trailer. If I had to put my money on it, I would say two hours forty five minutes. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be the longest Star Wars movie. The Last oh, Jedi probably. was had the record at like two thirty two. I think this is going to be two forty five. At least. Maybe at least, three hours. At three hours. I think it yeah. needs to be that long. I mean, for all the stuff that's in this trailer. I mean, unless they're like, yeah. the Emperor's back and they just snoke him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Kylo just turns his lights. He's sitting on the little hovercraft thing. I want him to do the about. exact same thing. <laughs> he <laughs> just, just cuts, him. <laughs> cuts him in half. <laughs> oh. He has like the same reaction Snoke does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then General Hux is the bad guy. <laughs> it unzips it. General Hux's Jar Jar Banks. There it is. Confirmed. Confirmed. It confirms the script leaks. I guess. That's what Kevin Smith was saying he saw in the last <laughs> shot of the my, movie. My. <laughs> and then it just ends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then and then you look and you see the Statue of Liberty, and then it ends. Um Let's see where we are. Lando is happy flying the Falcon again. How big of a role do you think he has in this movie? Pretty Lando. limited. Uh, yeah, pro- probably kind of limited. I don't Lando. know. I feel like More I feel like, like he's gonna be in it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel like he's gonna be in it, and it's gonna be entertaining. But I don't think it's gonna be. I don't know. I don't think it's really gonna have a huge bearing on the plot. Well, I always love me some William December Williams action. Um, uh, we also have a shot of a Y-Wing in action. Classic Y-Wing. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> classic Y-Wing. Classic Y-Wing. Do you have a favorite kind of Star Wars ship that's not like a huge, you know, like the between like X-Wings, Y-Wings. I like the. B-Wings. I like the TIE ship. Fighters. I like the ship from Force Unleashed. The video game. Okay. <laughs> um, then we see the space horses on what looks like the outside of a star destroyer. Are they in space? Or are they in the atmosphere of that ice planet thing? I don't know. It's kind of jarring. Some people really don't like Jar-jarring. it. Jar jarring. Jar <laughs> jarring. <laughs> Convenient or uh, coincidence? <laughs> I think not. What did you say? <laughs> I said convenience. <laughs> I think not. But it's coincidence. Is the uh, is the saying? Um, uh, beyond that, uh, Ray and Kylo are standing in the ruins of the throne room in the Death Star. Um, have they teamed up? Uh, I personally think they're hunting down all of Palpatine's Horcruxes. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of looks like that. Uh, it kind of looks like when uh, Harry and Dumbledore go to drink that evil water or whatever. <laughs> and Dumbledore's like, "No, <laughs> kill me, Harry," or whatever he says. <laughs> uh, Finn's running on what looks like the Death Star ruins Shouting Ray's name as he often does um, Another interesting shot is Kylo and Ray destroying the display stand For Darth Vader's helmet Again tracking down those Horcruxes mm-hmm. Teaming yep. up Are they fighting What ship is this on? Some people say it might be the, the Tantive It looks like it could be the Tantive I don't know what the Tantive Vivian the rebel blockade runner let's just say that yeah the rebel blockade runner uh it's interesting interior um there was an interesting shot right after that that's really brief um nobody's really talked about it it's an image of finn and poe looking at something with c-3po in the background and just by their faces it looks like they're looking at a hologram based on like the blue uh lighting um so maybe or it's a suitcase with marcellus wallace's soul in it blue soul <laughs> yeah um so maybe they're seeing some important information and that's what convinces c3po because he seems pretty normal at that point mm-hmm. to undergo some sort of operation thing um then we have more space horses riding on the death star um then we have what looks like Pel- palpatine in his little hover chair and he's like yeah i just imagine <laughs> the soft bark scooter episode oh yeah <laughs> excuse me <laughs> 
<laughs> just the emperor <laughs> in the grocery store. <coughs> oh, Rascals. Uh, then the final shot is Ray holding her blue lightsaber. Uh, some people have theorized that the blue lightsaber is actually just like a decoy that she's going to build her own. Um, I think An if orange she, lightsaber. I think if she does build her own, it will still be blue just because all the promotional material has been blue. Yeah, but all the promotional material had Finn holding the lightsaber in seven. Well, yeah, but not, but that's not like a. I think that's like this. Like this would be like CGI decoy sort of stuff well, like that. We'll see. I want it to be an orange lightsaber. Well, even the like the logo is blue. You know what I'm saying? And on the new poster, she's also holding Luke's yeah, lightsaber. Yeah, but she doesn't have a red she's lightsaber in the Last Anakin's Jedi. Lightsaber. She doesn't have Anakin's a... lightsaber. I'm sorry. <laughs> what were you saying? She doesn't have a red lightsaber in the Last Jedi. This logo was in red. Touche. <laughs> also, um. <laughs> uh, there was the battle droid in the background. Yeah, the battle droid. Yeah, I hope the battle droids come back. I want them to be like Roger Roger <laughs> and be really incompetent. I love the battle droids. <laughs> Palpatine just <laughs> followed by thousands of battle droids. Roger Roger. And then they thousands just keep accidentally bumping into each other <laughs> for comedic effect. It's so funny. And C-3PO is one of them again. <laughs> George Lucas, man. Why did he ever quit making them? You know what I'm saying? Overall thoughts on the trailer, Holden. Anything else you want to talk about? Absolutely not. Let's be done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the trailer. I think it's a very solid trailer. People don't like it. I don't know why. I think you're all just a bunch of cynics. I'm a Star Wars fanboy, though. so I like being really cynical about it because it gets Jimmy worked up. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it... I'll give it a Brokaw. Yeah, it's fine. Brokaw. Fine. Um... Uh, you mentioned pre-order sales are through the roof. I think you mentioned that. Yeah, Unless I we talked about that before the podcast. I think it was before. But yeah, it's it's sold more in the first however many hours than okay. Endgame did. I think it's a little misleading because the headline, it's A, it's Adam Tickets, which is just one. It's it's not, not like Fandango. Fandango and Cinemark and AMC and all that. It's So it's a little misleading. And B, Avengers Tickets went on sale at like 6 a.m., Oh, okay. So, like, it was, like, they sold 45% more in the first hour, but, like, this movie it was will, also, the tickets went on sale at, like, 6 p.m. This movie will not do as well as Endgame. No, I don't think so. But I do think it will do better than The Last Jedi. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't think it'll worse. reach The Force Awakens. No. Well, nothing's worse than The Last Jedi, the worst movie ever made by the completely incompetent Ryan Johnson, yeah. who has but not it, made anything it, it, it good in his be, career. It won't be able to reach the heights of Phantom Menace. Which is not the worst Star Wars movie. It's definitely not the best, though. It's not. <laughs> it's, um, it's like second worst. Uh, did you see the new poster at all? I have a picture of it. Yeah, here. it's it not looks... as good as the other one. No. Uh, well, you know, it's just very much like um, close your eyes and picture what you would think the Star Wars poster would look like. And, and that's that, what it, it looks is. like it. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. Uh, I don't think it's anything to write home about. Like, here you can see Rose. She's looks... the She's the only person... I guess, I mean, uh, she's the smallest person that's not Aside a droid. BB-8 and R2. Yeah. And the, uh, the the new one what, uh, that I forget the BB name 8. of. No, the new one. The Dio or, some, Dio or something. You're um, the Star Wars guy. Anyway, I think it's Dio, something like that. Uh, uh, if you look in the poster, which is interesting, <laughs> I just kind of looked at, took a glance at it. Lupita Nyong'o's name is on the cast, so that must mean Maz Kanata is coming back in some form. Which I figured. Is, uh, she's probably going <laughs> to... She's just going to Captain Marvel it. She's going to be... <laughs> destroy, it, destroy, like, the biggest ship that they have. She'll, uh, yeah, she'll, she'll be in it in some capacity. Um, and then no Sith Troopers, the Red Stormtroopers, anywhere. Not on the new poster, not in the new trailer. Really? Nowhere to be found. So I'm wondering if those are the people on the Star Destroyers they're fighting against. I don't know. Well, I mean, because the First Order people, I would assume, are not. And I'm wondering if almost <coughs> the the First Order and even the Resistance come together to fight the Emperor, and it's like uh, and it's like global warming. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it? I'm gonna make the universe hot and melt all the ice planets. <laughs> it's a movie about global warming. I'm yeah. calling it. <laughs> political JJ and his political and then statements. it's gonna get like a 99 on Rotten Tomatoes because of it 
and then a lot of people are like disney paid the critics (laughs) um (laughs) and then there's gonna be oscar buzz but it won't happen yep that's what's gonna happen that's this is how it's gonna go it's all about global warming it's an inconvenient truth three (laughs) (laughs) if you thought star wars was about like i don't know inconvenient truth (laughs) an inconvenient truth um so yeah those were just a a few thoughts on that (laughs) let's be done all right we're done with that and we're done with star wars just kidding we had some star wars Uh, jedi fallen order developer or uh game reviewers got their hands on it for like a few hours did you look did you read anything about this listening i certainly did not very surprising the game actually quite resembles god of war in a lot of ways it's in terms of like the way it's the world is me likey yeah it's kind of got the whole god of war like different like instead of like different dimensions or whatever realms it has different the planets and they're very much set up in god of war where you can go a certain extent and then like once you get more abilities you can explore more and it's very explored based and just kind of that's not god of war like that's zelda like because god of war is zelda like you idiot i'm sorry (laughs) uh and then apparently the combat is like the sekiro which i haven't played Mm. apparently that's really good yeah um and people were people were pleasantly surprised by it and were more interested after playing it was very different from what we've seen before and this is like kind of the last stuff they're showing on it before it comes out. I mean, I'm probably not going to get it when it comes out unless the reviews are just all like nines out of tens. I'll get up for Christmas. That's a good, that's, I think that's a good barometer or when it just goes on sale mm. in general. Um, so there's that. I'm going to give that a Broca because I want a good Star Wars game really badly. Yeah. I was very underwhelmed. underwhelmed, I would say, by everything we've seen so far. But people have said it's actually really good. Um, and they were kind of being cautious of not getting overly excited about it because they, they were really impressed by the, the three hours they got to play. That's good. <clears throat> so I'm pulling for it, but uh, again, I am too cautiously optimistic. Do you have a rating? Brokaw. There Even you though go. I didn't see any of this stuff. See, you're a Star Wars hater, and you've given Star Wars two Brokaws. But now that we're done with Star Wars, I'm oh, push over. oh, just kidding. Oh my oh. God! Final piece of Star Wars news. I promise. Uh, the first impressions of The Mandalorian are really positive. Um, some journalists and reviewers, but you know what do they know? <laughs> uh, got to preview the show's first 27 minutes and really enjoyed it, and said it's That's kind good. of all it's uh, cracked up to be. So I'm, I'm gonna really, give that a Brokaw. Yeah, I'm gonna, excited. I'm excited for this Disney Plus launch, man. Yeah, we're going to get it. Soon. I'm going to help uh, feed to their corporate uh, monopolization. Robert Allen Iger. So after literally almost 30 minutes of Star Wars stuff. We're finally done. We're done. Um, Thank God. <laughs> Wait, I didn't give it a rating. I'm going to give it a Brokaw. Yeah. You hate Star Wars, but you just dished out three Brokaws. So the joke's on you. I'm retroactively giving the trailer a, bo- a bombadil. <laughs> That's too bad. It's locked in. You can't retroactively change anything on this show. God damn it. I think I've set we the cha- precedent for that. <laughs> We changed our review scores. <laughs> and, yeah, it's a joke, Golden. Okay. That's okay. Um, Are you okay over there? Yeah. Okay. Tightening up my stand. You need to loosen up, Holden. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Holden, Watchmen premiered. Apparently Watchmen? it was good. You've it was. seen half of it. I haven't seen any of it because I, I don't know anything about Watchmen, and I should catch up if it's really good. Yeah, Watchmen, you should... Uh, I'd recommend reading the comic. The movie's better than I think some people give it credit for. It's not, like, fantastic, but it's a decent movie. I thought the movie was pretty well-regarded by I, people it, in general. It's like... I don't know. I guess I, I hear maybe mixed things about it, but I think it's, like, it's a pretty decent movie. It, um, but... Uh, Anyway, this TV show, it's really interesting so far. It definitely has ties to the comic and movies and everything that happens in it. Um, but it's it takes place an undisclosed amount of time after that. Um, but it's it's very interesting. Vietnam is under is is a state. <laughs> <laughs> they, they talk about that they're like they're this one character is like oh i was from vietnam and then this other character is like were you born there before or after it became a state and i'm like 
<laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, th- but there's a lot of weird things that happen in it that are very characteristic of Damon Lindelof, who wrote Lost and the Leftovers. Um, and lo- Tomorrowland. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're you two swing for three you, there. You got to swing for the fences. And sometimes <laughs> you strike out. Am I right? Yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty good so far. I'm really excited to finish the first episode, but now I'm into it. You should, you should. How watch long it would to, it take me to read the comic? Not very. I could literally lend it to you because it's a 12 issue thing, and I have the whole collection. It's like in a volume oh, there you set. Go. I could you lend should, it to you. You should, and then I'll, then I can read it. All right. Because you, I think you spoiled it for me, but I don't remember what happens. Oh, okay. Or I listened to it on another podcast. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna give that broke because I'm all good for good television. Oh yep. <laughs> I don't know if what I said made any it, sense. It but seems no. like it's going to have a lot of uh, political and social commentaries that are very relevant. Mm-hmm. Like all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. That political commentary like we have on our podcast. There's a, there's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, more directors have piled on uh, the Marvel, anti-Marvel train, I guess. We got Ken Loach. I don't know who that is. Do you know Ken, Ken Loach? Is? Let me look I, it up it, while you talk. Saw this in a Collider article. Uh, they had like some movies behind it, but I didn't recognize the titles. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola. I do know who that is? Mm-hmm. That's that's a good thing. And then Fernando uh, Meirelles. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, he is the director of City of God, which is uh, one of our upcoming Gap Week movies. Maybe next week. Maybe. Are we doing Wild Hogs first? Oh, yeah. We're doing Wild Hogs first. Um, I'm glad yeah, we get I don't to recogni- look forward to that. <laughs> I don't recognize any of these Ken Lodge movies. Um, all right. So my response to Francis Ford uh, Coppola, he hasn't you made... said it was uh, despicable? Is that the he word he said used? that? Yeah. Oh, he hasn't made a good movie since, like, the 90s. But he's made some very good No, he's made some very good movies. But, like, everything he... He's made a lot of stuff in the 2000s, and it's all, like, kind of hot garbage. He's kind of pulled the Spielberg. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel like... uh, Now, I don't want to say all of his movies from the hot garbage, because I don't know for sure everything that's come out. But um, I just... I feel like times are changing, and he hasn't followed it. That kind of is a segue to another um, news bit that we have but i'll let you if you're looking something up yeah it looks like the last movie that people would have maybe liked is bram stoker's dracula but not even everyone likes that so uh francis ford coppola's yeah uh, another kind of person that reminds me of is robert zemeckis also known as bob zemeckis who did forrest gump mm-hmm. back to the future he did flight i think which did people he? liked I'd, but yeah, he's had like, like allies that Brad yeah. Pitt movie that's kind of welcome whatever. to Marwin. Uh, rec- welcome to yeah, yeah that, that was supposed right. to be abysmal. Ooh. Ooh. Um, he did Polar Express too, I think, yeah. which is kind of he's doing the Pinocchio remake. Did you see that? He's in talks to do it. Oh, yeah, okay. that's the news. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you, old. Man. <laughs> I got to it. For getting to the punchline. <laughs> um, <clears throat> thoughts on that? Uh, well, I Tom mean, Tom Hanks might play the guy. I forget his Gepe- name. Geppetto, Geppetti. Something like that. Like the, the guy who makes the puppet. Yeah. yeah. Geppetto, I think, is his name. Um, <coughs> it's pronounced Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> Jupiter Ascending. Um, no, the... <laughs> Geppetto Ascending. <laughs> um, I, well, like, if you think of Welcome to Marwin, Mar- Welcome to Marwin was supposed to be really bad, but, like, the weird, like, doll animation in it was kind of cool, I guess. So if they applied that to Pinocchio, maybe that would be interesting And keep looking. Steve Carell. As yeah, keep Steve Carell as Pinocchio. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. But he has fine. to do his guru voice. <laughs> Gorals. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> uh, so there's that. I'm gonna give that. A, I'm gonna give the anti-Marvel directors a bombadil. Yeah, bombadil. Um, and then I'm gonna give this a, a Bergeron. So, because Bob Bob Zemeckis is on the fence. Uh, Back to the Future, one of my favorite movies in yeah. my top three. Polar Express, not very good. One of my favorite movies in my top three. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, I also really like Forrest Gump, so he's mm-hmm. made a couple of my favorite movies. I'd like to see him make a good one. I don't think a uh, live-action Pinocchio would ever be one of my favorite movies, but, you know, you never know. I'll give it a bomb. Uh, no, a Bergeron as well, not a bomb. Though. There you go. Uh, Holden... To everyone's surprise, 
Gemini Man and Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, are both bombing at the box office. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't bother to look at any of the figures, but apparently Disney spent like almost a half billion yeah. dollars on Maleficent yeah. to like market it and make it. And I'm like, you, they, they outdid themselves on Solo. Like, Solo was just a like a dead horse that they were beating to, you know yeah and then and this then, is and then this is like how do you think you could ever recoup any of that money you put into it no one of my friends from back home uh texted me uh i don't know if this was yesterday or two days ago but he texted me and was like hey so is maleficent mistress of evil any good like have you seen it i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> didn't even it, Nathan, i thought that was coming out next year i'm not gonna lie uh it was originally it actually got moved up i because i remember when that happened like a trailer just dropped it was like a weird thing but um uh and my friend who asked this is nathan he's a listener of this podcast Nathan drake uh yeah but uh he said that one of his friends said it was good but he didn't trust their opinion so he wanted to uh, listen to mine <laughs> but you have to see maleficent one i tell you oh yeah i was like i haven't even seen maleficent one so. I, did anybody so i don't like, know why did they I, make well, a I sequel looked it up, this? apparently it made quite a bit of money the first why one did they make a sequel to I don't this know. What are you doing? And it's like five years later too. Like it's not. No one's even like thinking about Maleficent. Gemini anymore. Man is like a little surprised. Like, I guess I, I could see I'm that movie surprised. breaking even or just slightly below, but it's bombing too. I could have only seen that movie doing well if it was good, and it's not. And it's not. So that's too bad. Is Cup. it <laughs> Bombadil? I'm gonna give it a Bergeron for both because they're both bad. So I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> uh let's see michael giacchino will write the score for the batman yeah he's my second favorite film composer behind none other than john williams mm -hmm. uh, giacchino did the incredibles scores he did rope you love the incredibles score didn't even get nominated for an oscar incredible that is incredible <laughs> <laughs> um i think that is the, maybe the biggest oscar like uh snuff in history whatever for you, you. the incredible soundtrack is one of no, the no it's great i agree but i don't know if i would I, film i don't and it didn't even get nominated for best score i'm not sure if i think oh, overall oscar snubs it's the biggest snub but i think Name in terms of scores snub. yeah you can't game over <laughs> i haven't looked too far into it but ones that i'm aware of it's the biggest i'm telling you uh so i'm looking forward to that he also did the star trek movies the new ones those probably had good soundtracks. They did. And the Jurassic World movies. It's probably had an okay soundtrack. Yep. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Batman, Paul Dano it was cast as the Riddler. Um, apparently, Jonah Hill is no longer attached to the project. Okay. Um, I Paul Dano as Riddler, I think, would be really good. I can see him being this, like, this creepy, lanky, really smart guy who just likes riddles a lot. That's the Riddler. Yeah. I really like him in Prisoners, mm -hmm. and I think he can pull off that really strange person. He's a good actor in everything I've seen him in, so I'm... I, I don't know if I've seen him in anything else. Not that I'm aware of. I'm um, watch There Will Be Blood, man. He plays twins in that movie. Wow. That, that's my favorite baseball team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to give that a Brokaw. Uh, I'll give and it a Brokaw Giacchino, as well. A Brokaw. Brokaw for both. Or, yeah, or as, as Holden says, Michael Giacchino. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm just saying, I'm I, I'm hooked on phonics, Jimmy. Ah, Jared Leto is apparently done as the Joker. Broke off. What? <laughs> Broke off. <laughs> Who's surprised about that? <laughs> apparently, Jared Leto. He was he was mad. Yeah. I I understand why he I'm would so be mad, mad I'm but gonna send everybody another dead animal or another whatever. used condom. Oh yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I I'm not at all surprised. I, 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 if I was in his shoes, I would be upset too, but he was not good and no one liked him. So, f off, Jared Leto. <laughs> Great. More editing I have to do. Thanks a lot. Finally, Holden, Kevin Feige was promoted to the chief creative officer at Marvel. Basically, he kind of oversees all Marvel films right now. This means he'll oversee everything Marvel does. So, I mean, he already TV does kind of anyway. So, and comics and whatever books i think that would be you know what that would that actually is probably a good position for him especially for like the tv aspect because he can do more probably more quality control with that 
Because whoever was overseeing the Netflix stuff, for the most part, was doing a pretty good job. But I feel like the network stuff, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is kind of a different story. Now, some people like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <clears throat> yeah. Can't say I've ever watched it. I watched some of the first season. Never, Not anymore. All right. I'm going to give that a Brokaw. Brokaw. Good job, Kevin. Good we job, love you. Kevin. We love you, Kevin. Make your Star Wars movie. We well. love you, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Holden, we are finally done with Tom's. We are on to our review of Zombieland Double Tap. Thank God. I didn't even I didn't look up a synopsis for this. It's Zombieland, only it's Zombieland again. Zomb- it's a little Zom- later. Zombieland, it's the f- it's like about ten years later, real time after the movie, and the they're in a they're living together, the four from the first movie. And uh, the young one, Little Rock, is like, I don't like doing this. I'm I'm holed up, and I don't I want to do my own thing and meet boys and stuff. And so she leaves, and then they're all like, Oh no, she left. Yep, that's pretty and good get, summary. And there's some advanced zombies that they have. To yeah, do. there's some new new zombies. Yep, that's I think a good synopsis. Holding non spoiler review first. Overall thoughts on the movie. Well, do you do you want to give your thoughts on the first movie before? Oh yeah, uh, so since I, you just saw it. So uh, I don't know if I'm gonna spoil the first movie here. Probably spoil the first movie. Okay, fine. You don't have to. I will give my brief non spoiler review of the okay. first movie. Um. I liked it overall. I I didn't love it, uh, but I think that was more like not anything against the movie, just like in terms of like m- movies that I enjoy. I wouldn't necessarily put this into like the category that category that I enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, the humor wasn't necessarily my exact favorite type of humor, but overall, I thought it was a very well done movie that was solid. Um, some of the pl- some of the themes in the movie have been played out a ton since mm-hmm. the superhero genre kind of took off, which this movie came out right and at Fast the beginning the of that. Coming and out. Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Fan- the every, themes of family. <laughs> there are themes of family that have been played out a lot. So that was kind of felt cliche now, probably more than it did then. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I liked it. Uh, good cast. Woody Harrelson's the standout mm-hmm. in his search for Twinkies is the funniest joke. Um, so. If I had to give that movie a, a rating, I'd probably I'd give it a seven point five uh, yeah. ten for me. Um, um, I could see why people why it kind of became a cult classic for some people. Mm-hmm. I uh, for me as well. I think I, I think seven point five is what I would give it to. But I also think it's very funny. Um, it's in terms of zombie movies, I probably like it better than Twenty Eight Days Later. If I'm being honest, <laughs> remember when we watched that, Jimmy? Yeah, and we were like, boy, this movie was probably good for the time, but doesn't hold up. It literally like. I, I had seen, like, the first season of The Walking Dead before I watched that, and literally the first episode of The Walking Dead is just, like, the entirety of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd already seen, like, everything. Um, but, yeah, uh, Zombieland, it's, it's funny. As you said, Woody Harrelson's the best part. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, let's get into Zombieland 2, though. Yeah, double tap. That's what we're here for, double tap. Um, I mean, I, I liked it overall. I, th- I think if you liked the first one, I think you're going to enjoy this one about the same. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be regarded as um, equal in uh, quality as the yeah. first one. Um, but I thought some some things were more standout in this one. There's a really good one a mm-hmm. long shot in this movie we'll that's very that entertaining. Um, that was probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, me too. There are some nods to jokes from the first movie. Um, and I think overall it was just it was a good time it was a nice solid outing at the movie theater um that if you really like the first one you're gonna enjoy this and this one felt very much for the fans it it, uh i think it says something that like this movie it's a lot it's a fairly anticipated sequel to uh, the comedy from the from 2009 or whatever um but like i haven't really heard many people disappointed with it like i think what you said is pretty accurate like if you like the first movie you'll probably like this one it's it stays true to the first movie has very similar style of humor lots of good callbacks lots of new good jokes um and just some like 
solid stuff going on in it. I think I, I really haven't seen an, a, a negative review that says specifically like, oh, I was disappointed with this movie after the first one. So, yeah. And I think if you didn't like the first one, you're not going to like this. Yeah, one. exactly. No, there's nothing there that's going to, you know, turn you over to the good side. Certainly. Certainly. Let's uh let's talk about the cast in this movie. The cast. Uh, well, we could start. We could start with the praise on uh on Woody Harrelson. Woody it's Tallahassee. Tallahassee's great again. Yeah. Emma Stone. Uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg and the other actress. I Abigail Breslin. Abigail Breslin. All very good. Yeah. All, they're all really good. Uh, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg plays Jesse Eisenberg. Emma Stone plays Emma Stone. Emma Stone. They all play like themselves. I don't know Abigail Breslin very well, but they're all kind of like. Does Emma Stone play Emma Stone? I think so. I guess. I didn't. I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just because like I've seen Zombieland, but I like. I don't know. That's kind of just how I picture those actors as people is the way they act in this movie. You think like, Emma Stone that mean? Maybe not that mean. She's probably meaner in this movie than she is in real mm, life. Maybe she's meaner in real life than she is oh, in this maybe. movie. Oh, maybe. Maybe they, Give me t- that maybe they toned it down in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, the cast very good. All the um, supporting people who come in, I think, do a good job. Yeah. Know, do what they're meant to do. Um, I honestly don't have that much to say about this movie other than it's just a good time. Yeah. For me, it's kind of forgettable, though. If I'm not going to lie. We went to this on Saturday. Sure. It's yeah. Tuesday. I think it was Saturday. And, like, I have not thought about it since. I remember... I think I remember quite a bit about it, so I can lead spoiler discussion, but I don't really have a lot to say outside of spoilers because a lot of what I want to say talks about, like, jokes and certain scenes, so... Any any other comments then for non-spoiler? Are you ready to give uh, your rating? No, let's... Uh, oh, I think... Uh, zombie. I guess I want to mention Zombieland has like a weird. It almost seems bad. Like the cinematography almost looks bad, but it kind of is appealing. I think. I think the movie looks good, but it almost doesn't look good. Just like the way it, it everything's like really kind of gray, and like some of the special effects don't always look the best. But I, it almost like adds to a certain charm. I feel. Yeah. I don't know. It, like, it almost feels like an extended like competent youtube video yeah or in like the best way possible yeah and like because it, it i never i didn't feel like those aspects were really negative or anything but it just like it, it was just made it i guess unique maybe in that regard i wouldn't describe the cinematography of this movie as good or bad personally. Yeah. okay uh we can go on uh we can give our final rating right now i'm giving it a 7.5 same as the first one i think it's right kind of the same place some people i think like objectively the first one's probably a little bit better but i don't think it's that big of a difference for me i'm gonna give it a seven it's just a little like you said it is a little bit more forgettable than the first movie so yeah and there we go uh spoiler let's get time. to spoilers so i was driving behind this car today and um had a nice spoiler yeah, did it say Dumbledore dies? Oh, wow. Didn't get to that <laughs> part of the book yet. <laughs> Oof, sorry. Spoiled the Half-Blood Prince for all of you who haven't read it. Um, let's see. Just a second. I need to look at this thing. Oh, okay. I guess I could start with... Um, Do you have notes? I don't have notes. I was going to say. I, I was checking something. I was checking my uh, DoorDash, which I'll ch- I'll talk about. Uh, oh, I was just updating my... Uh, my DoorDash. What's your... Uh, <laughs> Your uh, stupid movie thing that you do. Oh, Letterboxd. Oh, my Letterboxd account. I am I am rating stuff on Letterboxd and just remembering my ratings for this now because <laughs> I did give this a seven. I think. Did I give it? Or maybe I gave it. You a, better be consistent. That's all I. I think say. I did. Although I guess they don't do half ratings, so it's it's just full numbers because it's based on stars. What are oh. they? IMDb. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so let's talk about let's talk about that Warner, huh? Yeah, the one shot. Uh, it is the doppelganger kind of people. Yeah, uh, Luke Wilson and Thomas Middleditch play yeah. the counterparts to Woody Harrelson what and Jesse their Eisenberg. Names? Um, Flagstaff is Flagstaff. Columbus's Columbus. counterpart, and I can't remember what Tallahassee's counterpart's name is. Texas. It might be. I don't remember. Dallas. No, it's not Dallas. Um, 
But yeah, they it, they get bit during a previous scuffle, and they start turning into zombies. And it leads to this one uh, action sequence in uh, this like Elvis themed hotel, and they're it, it's a one it's a one take oneer, um, or a one shot that I don't know how long it is. It's it's a few minutes at least. A couple minutes. I yeah. don't think it's super long. Yeah, but it involves a lot of like physical like like there's a lot, a lot of, of fighting, a lot of jumping through like windows mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, there's a lot of like tossing weapons to each other and um, I can't I wasn't <laughs> paying enough attention to notice if the camera movement was motivated or unmotivated. Um, for those of you who don't know what that means, it kind of means like uh, motivated camera movement is like a character walks across the screen and then the camera follows the character it's something it follows movement um whereas unmotivated camera movement is like these two characters are fighting over here but then the camera is like oh i'm gonna switch over here because something is about to happen i think it was unmotivated largely uh there might Might have been been a mix of both yeah um, I like I like the part where they were fighting, and then Columbus just slips on the pool balls on the pool table. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up on the pool table and just slips off. Um, yeah, it it was just like a very impressive scene. Everyone, pretty much everyone that was there, got involved, and I don't think they really used stunt doubles, as you could see them pretty clearly for most of it. Yeah, I I thought uh, I thought they were gonna play a bigger role in the movie since mm-hmm. they were kind of featured in the trailer, but that was really it. No, they, they were in that one which, scene, pretty which I much. think was probably for the best. Yeah, I feel like having that uh, doppelganger dynamic through the entire would've movie, would, yeah, would have gotten old. Now, what's the name of the uh, the girl, the other love interest thing you kind of mm, Madison? Madison. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of Madison? Uh, I thought Madison was all right, actually, because I when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, my God, it's just like, you know, that classic trope of, oh, my God, like that kind of, you know, I don't know how to describe that teen Gen Z teen joke thing. Yeah. Or it's just like this girl, she doesn't like to get dirty or anything and that kind of whole stereotype or whatever. I was I was worried that was gonna get really annoying, but it actually ended up being pretty all right. Like she was definitely just a very one note character, but she was pretty funny. There were some good jokes, and yeah, I thought she was all right. I yeah. thought she was annoying some places, but um, yeah. I mean, overall, Woody Harrelson funny again. No Twinkie jokes though. No, there That's was literally not a mention of the. the j- there was even like a mention of the. Uh, uh, Columbus made a mention of like the girl in that uh, apartment forty three or whatever. Yeah, four hundred six. Yeah, four hundred six. There's some deep dive humors. Yeah, hum- to humors the first movie. Jokes to it- the first movie. But not the Twinkie one. <laughs> Which is bizarre, because that's, like, one of the most well-known jokes. And it's the funniest joke yeah. from the first one. So um, It it definitely warrants a rewatch of the first movie before you go see this one, because then you'll pick up on a lot more stuff. I feel like there were definitely jokes I remembered, like that Apartment 406 joke or whatever, but I think if I had seen it again, like, a day or two before this, I would have picked up on more. Yeah. Which I did. Yeah. There you, you go. Just saw I it. picked up on all the jokes. The, the one that I caught, this isn't a reference to the first movie, but I pointed out to Holden was uh, <laughs> Tallahassee wraps the present in William Taft's. The portrait of William Taft in the yeah. White House. And and then in a later, like 10 minutes later, like uh, um, Columbus and Emma Stone's character's name mm-hmm. is what? Uh... I can't remember what oh her name gosh. is. I can't remember for the life of me. But Columbus, Jesse I'll Eisenberg, and Emma Stone are talking. And in the background, you can see the square that Woody Harrelson, Tallahassee, <laughs> cut, out out of, <laughs> cut out of the portrait. I thought that was funny. It was, it was, it was a good background joke. Um, wait, what? Oh, okay. Oh, Wichita's her name. Wichita, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty funny. I, I thought most of the White House stuff was pretty good. I'm glad they didn't, like just hammer a trump joke in there like i thought mm. they would they kind of did in the trailers well i mean the real you would have brought a dignity to the office but it's kind of but you could say it's not at yeah. the same time but there's like there's like a direct like trump joke in the trailers and i'm like i kind of rolled my eyes every time i saw it but then they cut it out of the movie so that's, that's probably good. for the best they didn't cut it out of holmes and watson i think we should review holmes and watson oh my during God. one of our <laughs> <guest> weeks <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't want to do that. I don't want to do wild dogs. I don't either, but we got that's at least requested. I say we Hey, if someone requests Holmes and Watson, we'll do it. Yeah. Please or don't. That, that one three and a half hour <laughs> Bollywood movie. Oh my god. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> um yeah, do you have anything else to say about this movie? Um, what did you think of Babylon? That that uh kind of commune. I, I felt like kinda... that was our that wasn't like explained very well. I don't think I was kind of confused by it because they just kind of show. Well, like I as the movie went on, like towards the end, I kind of like figured out what everything like what was happening there and stuff. But like at the beginning, they just kind of go there and like they they all the characters know what it is, and I just didn't know what it was. Um. I think Unless crazy. that was referenced I, in the first movie. No, I, just didn't remember I it. thought it was all in there, well explained in the movie. So well, I don't know what you were Maybe I just doing. messed up. Me, uh, maybe you were just checking your d- DoorDash stuff. Which is what I'm doing right updating now. Updating your letterboxed. <laughs> Boy, these Gen Z kids today, I tell you. Uh, I like how you mentioned that the the climax of the movie was very the long night. Yeah, it's like it's like the Battle of Winterfell yeah. from Game of Thrones, <laughs> but you can see what's happening. Yeah, because it's it's not just it's, overly it's dark. Out. Very funny parallels, really. Yeah, um, it definitely was made before like that was released, but it'd be funny if that was just a parody yeah. of that fight. Um, I mean, kind of like the first one, there are things that are set up in the beginning of the movie that you're like, this is definitely going to happen in the second half of the movie. So in that way, that it's like, like, like Little Rock's gun. That and uh, Tallahassee running at like getting all the zombies oh, to yeah. jump off a cliff. I thought that I thought that joke with his Blackfoot Indian blood was really funny. <laughs> I thought the van joke was a great recurring joke. Which where one? They, the where they had to keep going back to the minivan. oh the van yeah. <laughs> Most of the good jokes were Tallahassee jokes. To, just to reiterate, they, he's the funniest. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Tallahassee is just how I imagine Woody Harrelson in real life. Just this guy who hates hippies. <laughs> Him freaking out over the hippies is pretty funny. But he too. smokes a lot of weed, man. <laughs> Woody Harrelson smokes a lot of weed, <laughs> so I don't know how anti-hippie actually is. I don't think he is. I, I think, think he's he just he plays this like cowboy uh, archetype a lot, and yeah. so <laughs> his typecast hates <laughs> he is hippies. Would you be down for a third Zombieland movie? Yeah, you think they like have if, to go? if they you know if they maybe when they're maybe be funny in like thirty years when they're all like older. I guess yeah. Woody Harrelson might. Not have that long, but like twenty years. Well, uh, yeah, like I want them to be older. I th- I want them to wait till they have like a pretty good script, like they had for this one. I don't want them to like just have a stupid sequel, like a Zoolander two or something like that. What are you talking about? Zoolander two is <laughs> one of the yeah, because Zoolander one is a should be part of the of Criterion oh collection, is what I say. Um, <laughs> Zoolander one's not good either. No, it's yeah. not very good. It's just like a couple good jokes in it, but that's it. <laughs> just thinking about helping others was the most rewarding experience I've ever had. Him talking about how small the model is or whatever. <laughs> the Derek Zoolander Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good needs to be at least three times as big. <laughs> those are the two good Zoolander jokes. Yep. I saved you. Also, like the an fact that he can't turn left, I think that's a pretty funny <laughs> recurring joke. <laughs> Oh, we're just talking about Zoolander now. Uh, um, anything else to say about this movie? Um, no, I don't think. Okay, I. So at the beginning of the movie, they they talk about like the different, all the like all the different zombies. You know, there's mm-hmm. the Homers, there's the the smart ones. Do, do we see like the sneaky one, the ninjas? No, at all. We didn't see the ninjas. I yeah, was like, right. that was because I noticed that at the end of the movie, and I was like, that doesn't that didn't come into play at all. Yeah, um, and I think they 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 just kind of talked about that one type, and then there were a couple Homer jokes. Yeah, because um, most of the zombies were the the Hawkings, I guess, or the, the really t- the new ones, the T eight hundreds. Yeah, um, I kind of thought I I liked that they called them T eight hundreds, but I you know being a strong Terminator fan like I am, I think it would have been more fitting to call them T one thousands because they just kept getting up and like, you know. Yeah, I felt like T one thousands would have been. I haven't seen the Terminator yet, so you need to. We got Terminator Dark Fate in like two weeks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch one and two. I'll watch them with you, Jim. Oh my gosh, we'll see. I have a busy two weeks. All right. I hope they'll, I hope we get the lighthouse in town. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Are you redone with this? I think so. Let's go on to what are you doing? Yeah. 
What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? Holden, what are you doing? What am I doing, Jimmy? Well, you mentioned how I should talk about DoorDash since we're being sponsored by DoorDash. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> we're not really sponsored by DoorDash. Use your promo code TOMP to get zero percent off. An error message on the promo <laughs> okay. code thing on DoorDash. Well, this <laughs> Proud not promo- sponsor of <laughs> that one movie podcast. Um, but DoorDash is it's pretty cool. I'm not I'm not actually talking about like the ordering itself, but I've been working uh, doing some delivering for them. Um, and it's pretty cool. I've like in the last couple of days I've been earning a lot of money from it. Like yesterday alone I earned like 120 125 dollars around there. Um or more than that, I don't even know. But um I earned I've been earning a lot of money tonight. I'm going to be doing a lot more delivering as well, hopefully getting some more of that good old good old cash monies, help pay for the uh, the tickets, the upkeep for that one movie podcast since Jimmy doesn't have a job. Um <laughs> I'm the breadwinner here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really good. If you're looking for something that like is very like the most flexible in terms of hours that you possibly could have, and you just need some extra money, it's probably not something you want to rely on just for a job. Um, but you know, it's been doing pretty good for me so far. And it's uh, not as just, like strict in as like Uber and yeah and stuff like yeah because like uber and, and lyft you need to have like a certain you need to be 21 and you need to have a car that's like within 10 years old or something like that no they're just like as long as your car works and you can drive i think as long as you're 18 i think yeah maybe you have to be 18 um then you can do it it's pretty cool though i recommend it um but aside from doordash i've been um i'm trying to think if i've watched any movies i might not have uh, I've been, I I beat Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess. Very good game, and the final battle in that game is one of the best final battles I think in any game, in my opinion. It's just very epic. Um, but ooh, here we go. Gotta save this. <laughs> um, so throughout the episode, Holden has just been constantly checking his phone for <laughs> I'm like, DoorDash. I'm gonna keep, keep stuff. Gonna keep going. So um, anyway, um, so. I, yeah, uh, I started playing Metroid Prime again for like my third time just because I have it up here and it's on my Wii. And Metroid Prime's one of my favorite video games, uh, probably top five. Um, very good. I'm enjoying it. Can't uh, you wait for the next one to come out? I'm so excited for the next one. It kind of sucks that the they restarted development for that in like February because they didn't like what was happening with it. So Nintendo just like restarted the entire development of the game. <laughs> So like the year and a half or two years or however long, we're just pretty much lost. Um, but it did go back to the original developers of the first three games, so that's exciting. Um, anyway, uh, I've been watching Justified on, uh, it's on Amazon Prime, but it's an FX show. Uh, it's like a modern day Western, essentially. That's very good. Jimmy, you'd probably like it, honestly. It's got some very good acting in it. You know you're all about those actors. Is it still going on or is it over? No, it's over. Six oh. seasons. I was gonna say I'll watch it before the next season comes out. No, it's all it's all done. <laughs> I can't use that line. It's all it's all been done for, uh, for a few years. I'll watch now, it I before think. the movie comes out. There we go. Um, very good. Um, what else? South Park, as per usual. Been catching up on new episodes of The Good Place, and it's always sunny. I. Th- I think that's it. I'm gonna quick check my uh, my letterboxed, see if I've rated anything um, in the last week. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm gonna start talking yeah. then. Go ahead. Uh, I don't think I've watched. Oh wait, 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 wait. I'm just gonna jump in. I watched Twelve Monkeys, Jimmy. Is it good? Yeah, it is good. You know Twelve. You know yeah, anything I know about Twelve I, Monkeys? Yeah, I know. It's I never like. I didn't really know what it was it was about, but I knew it was directed by Terry Gilliam, who's very good, and um. Uh, like it's a classic sci-fi from the 90s it's really interesting though i recommend it um and i also watched jackass 3 <laughs> which you know if you Another like jackass classic sci-fi movie from the 90s exactly <laughs> if you like jackass you'll like that that's about all i can say about it um yeah so i didn't i haven't really watched a lot of south park or anything lately mm-hmm. i don't think i i mean i watched the first zombieland gave my thoughts on that um, but I was gonna. I started playing Heavy Rain. Sure. 
and I I thought the first 30 minutes were pretty unbearable, so I put it away and <laughs> did not continue playing it. Sean! 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 The red balloon. I'm like, he gets a red balloon. I'm like, this kid's dead. <laughs> like, penny, he's going to get Pennywise. But he, more, he got more like that one kid in Pet Cemetery than really Pennywise. It's kind of like a crossing of all these Stephen King things. Yeah, it's almost does. like he ripped it off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was pretty unbearable. I'm not going to lie. I guess that's supposed to be a really good game. I just was not into it at all. I sure. thought it was very tedious. Um, I'm, I mean, it's obviously, like, old, so it's kind of outdated. I mean, like, not that I'm against playing old games, but it's just, like, I just didn't feel it. I wasn't feeling it when I was playing it. So then I, um, to instead, cause I was going to use that as like a break from doing homework this weekend. And so instead I was playing, uh, replaying uncharted lost legacy, mm-hmm. which is really fun. Yeah. And I forget how much I love uncharted every time I play it. So cool. that's what I've been doing. So I'm like, uh, not quite halfway through that. I'm in the part where you're in the big open area. So, you know, it's a good game, man. Nice. That's what I got to say. Cool. Is that it? I yeah, think so. Are we done here? Yeah. All right. Uh, next week is Wild Hogs. Maybe. <laughs> Unless um, we somehow get The Lighthouse well, or me, Jojo yeah, Rabbit. I was just going to say, let me check if we have any movies. Um, There's Hopefully nothing the coming Lighthouse. out this week. There's nothing coming out this week that we want to see. Unless those movies come out here. So there was a poster for The Lighthouse at, our at, local, our, theater. at a local theater, but... No, no show times online. So that's alas, that's not a fan of that. We'll review it eventually. And then Jojo Rabbit, nothing here. So not a fan of this. So we'll not do Wild Hogs if there's uh, nothing else. Great. <laughs> really excited for that. If not, if we somehow manage to get around to seeing one of those two, yeah. we will. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you the next time. Yep. Bye. Love you. Adios, pantalones. (laughs)